I love talking to new business owners who are launching their first product or service because this is where they're most excited about the journey they're embarking on. One of the first questions I'll typically ask them is who's your product or service for? And I'll hear back from them that it's for anybody. In their excitement, they believe everyone in the world is going to want what they have to offer. Now, while that is true to some degree, entrepreneurship isn't the field of dreams. If you build it, it doesn't necessarily mean people are going to come and purchase what you have to offer, which is why it is important that you have a clear idea of who you want to purchase from you. You have a clear idea of who your ideal customer is. And that is what we're going to be working on this week. This is week two of the Side Business Lab Bootcamp. If you haven't had a chance to watch week one of the Side Business Lab Bootcamp, I'd encourage you to do that. Last week, we talked about how you can go about generating great business ideas and go about selecting the perfect one for you. Once you've been able to go through that step, you can then move on to week two, which is this episode. Hi, Offscripters. It's your host, Sewa Ajay Pele, and welcome to episode 166 of the She's Offscript podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for their business success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. Before we get into this week's bootcamp episode, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts. This will help to spread the word about our show so amazing stories we share can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own off-script journeys. With that, let's go off-script with week two of our Side Business Lab Bootcamp. So before we dive into this episode of our bootcamp, just a couple housekeeping items. Every single one of the four bootcamp episodes are going to have a worksheet that come with them. So don't forget to download it either in the show notes if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast or in the description box if you're watching on YouTube. Also, we have a Slack group that we've set up so that you guys can support each other and then also go in there to ask me questions as you're working through everything. I want to make myself available to you. And the link to that is also available in the show notes and in the description box. All right, without further ado, let's dive in to week two of the Side Business Lab Bootcamp, where we're going to walk through how you can create your ideal client profile. All right, first things first, let's define some key terms here. What is an ideal client profile and why is it important that you have one for your business right from the get-go? Well, as I mentioned earlier, an ideal client profile is essentially the set of information that you can gather that lets you know who exactly you want to purchase from you in your business. And we will dive into exactly what kind of information you need to gather in order to have a holistic image and picture of who that individual is. And I'll also walk you through where to even find the information about the individuals. Now, there are three reasons why it's important to have one of these for your business. First, you want to attract the right kind of people to your business. Not all money is good money. And I think that's a saying that essentially in this context means that you probably don't want to work with everyone that comes across your business, especially if you are a service-based business. It's all about relationship and you want to make sure that you're comfortable working with the kinds of people who approach you. So that's why it's important to have a clear idea of who it is you want to approach you. Secondly, 
the best way I have to illustrate this is if you've ever been targeted by an ad on social media, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever. And if you've, if you've ever thought to yourself, I wonder how they knew I needed this or wow, this is the perfect item for me. How did they know to reach out to me for it? Or how did they know to serve that ad up to me? What you may not realize is that business owners and the marketers are able to select the details about the individuals that they are trying to target or they're hoping will purchase their items. And they know their target audience or they know their ideal customer so well that they can tell us what shows these people are watching. They can tell us whether or not they have kids. They can say what cities they live in. Um, They can tell us all sorts of things. Are they they milk drinkers or do they really go for dairy-free alternatives? They have gathered so much data and created a profile that is so spot on that when they serve you the ad, you're just like, wow, that's me. No questions asked. I'm purchasing whatever the item is. So that is what I want for you. I want you to know your ideal customer so well that when you approach them and tell them about your business, whether it's in real life or online, you know for a fact, no questions asked, they are going to want to purchase it from you. So you see how there's so much less effort that goes into working and targeting the right people as as opposed to the scattershot approach where you're just asking everybody you come across, do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? And you're getting, you know, probably nine out of 10 no's as opposed to if you have done the job and you understand who you need, you may get five out of 10 straight yeses. And then maybe two of the 10 are like, maybe not now, but yes, I'm interested. So you see how your odds are a little bit better with that approach. And then the third and final reason you need an ideal client profile is because you want to make sure that the product or service that you are creating is catered to their needs. So for example, if you've discovered that the number one purchasers of desks online are left-handed, you're going to create a left-handed desk for them. You're going to make sure that the features of that desk have left-handed attributes on them, right? You're going to be very hyper aware about the things your product needs in order to appeal to the customer that you're targeting. So if you don't know who you're targeting, how are you going to make sure that this product is going to be exactly what they need? So it's important that you are mindful about who you're creating for so that at the end of the day, it fits so well that you're not getting any friction when you're asking people to purchase from you. Okay, so now that we know what an ideal client profile is and we understand the importance of having one for our businesses, let's walk through what the components of an ideal client profile are and we will have an example of how you can put one together for yourself. One caveat that we do have with this exercise is that there is a lot of educated guessing going on because as you will see, we are looking up information about real individuals online, but there is a way to further validate it. That step is probably a little bit much for this exercise and this bootcamp, but if you're interested in delving a little bit deeper into this, we do have the side business lab eight-week accelerator that walks you through this and so much more and helps you go from your idea to your first paid clients in that eight-week span. So more details about that in the description box and in the show notes. But for the purposes of this bootcamp, you're going to be able to get a clear understanding 
of who it is that you should be targeting. All right. Okay. Let's dive into it. The components of your ideal client profile. First up is your demographics. So the questions that you need to answer under demographics is what's the age? What's the gender? What's the marital status? Do these individuals have kids? Where do they live in the world, in the country? What state? What city? Um, What metro area do they live in? So this is just basic demographic information about the individual. And it's surprising how much of this information is readily available online. So stay tuned for how we're going to populate that section. The next section of your ideal client profile is going to be your psychographics. So in this case, you're getting into the mind of the individual and you're trying to understand how they think. So in this section, you're trying to figure out how would her friends describe her? What does she do on the weekends? What shows does she watch? What are career aspirations she has? Does she work out? What are her hobbies? What are her goals? The answers to all of these questions just help you get a better understanding of who the individual is, what their behavior patterns are, and just how do they move through the world because that's going to inform how and where you meet these individuals. I know the TV show part may have surprised you, but if you think about the way traditional television works and even streaming services that have ads in them, you will have to note that they know the demographics of the individuals that are watching the shows. For example, if you're watching reruns of Golden Girls, they may expect that the the population that watches Golden Girls skews older. So you may see more ads for Maylocks or adult diapers, whatever the case may be, they're probably catering to that audience. Now, that's not to say that only people watching Golden Girls are, you know, skewing older because I love I love watching Golden Girls reruns, but the idea is where is the majority of the audience sitting in the range of people that are watching the show? So you want to be mindful of where you're meeting people. Are you meeting the right sorts of people where you are advertising. So the next section of information we need to know about our ideal client is what are their influences? So in this section, you're looking more so at who is she following on social media and what social media platforms will she be using? This is going to be important for you to understand because you don't want to advertise on Facebook when they are on TikTok, right? You want to make sure that you have the right platform for the right individuals that you want to serve. Next, you also want to know what news outlets does she prefer and how is she consuming the news? Is she looking at just tweets on Twitter, looking at quick hit headlines, or is she sitting there and watching CNN all day as she's working? Next, you want to know where does she typically go to get her questions answered when she has a problem? In particular, when she has a problem that's in the area that you are offering a product or solution. And then the final section of information you need to understand is what are the challenges that are being faced by the ideal customer that you are trying to approach? And ideally, these challenges would be centered in the area of the product or service that you have to offer. How is she dealing with the problems that she has right now? Has she found some quick fixes that are working well for her? How is she dealing with it right now? And then finally, how much is she willing to pay for the solution that you have to offer? I think this will give you a good indication of how much to price. And it's always a good idea to have some inkling of whether or not you're priced correctly right out of the gate. 
So once again, all of these questions are going to be available for you on the worksheet. So don't worry about scrambling to take notes, but you're also welcome to listen to this over and over again, just to make sure that you get a good sense for what you need to know as you're creating the ideal client profile or the ideal customer profile for your business. Okay, so as promised, we're going to walk through one of these examples and I'm going to show you where you could potentially go to get some of the information that I'm mentioning here. And as I mentioned, you're going to be surprised how readily available some of this information is going to be, but also you need to be willing to do a little bit of work to hunt out all the information if you are truly interested in putting together a clear idea of who you should be approaching with your products or services. All right, let's dive into the computer. Okay, so this exercise is going to require that you do a little bit of what I like to call legal snooping because in order to effectively market your product to the people that you know are going to purchase it, you want to be able to do what I call mirroring the language of your market, meaning that you want to be able to use the words that they use to describe the problem that they're having or to describe the types of solutions that they need, whether it's a product or service. And in order to do that, you need to go to places where people are freely and willingly sharing their opinion about problems that they're having. So in our bootcamp week one, I did talk about how YouTube is a great way to find that kind of information. This time around, we're going to go to a different place to look for details on who our ideal customer is. So other places you can go Etsy is a great place to go. Think about the places that are marketplaces where people freely leave reviews. And oftentimes people have their images, people have their names on their reviews, and you can go down the rabbit hole from that point on. So I'm going to go ahead and share the screen with you and let's take a look at an Amazon review and let me show you how to navigate it to find all this demographic information. So we recently bought a home. So decor items are really top of mind for me. So I decided to look for peel and stick wallpaper. I don't want anything too permanent in case I don't love it. I want to be able to switch things up if necessary. So I went on Amazon and I went and looked for peel and stick wallpaper. Ideally, you want to find one that has a lot of ratings. Thousands, I would say, are ideal. But in this case, the first thing that came up was this one that had 128 ratings. What you want to do is go to the ratings that are three star. So just click on that three star review because people who leave three star reviews are slightly disgruntled. And because they are slightly disgruntled, they're going to be a little bit more forthcoming about what was wrong with the product. They're going to be a little bit more forthcoming about what they expected but didn't get. So they give you a wealth of knowledge. So let's take a quick look here. Um, so the first review was by Mama Maven. She was like, okay, it looks very cute. It was easy to install. So that already tells you these are some of the issues that she had maybe with past products, but um, this product worked well for her because it was very cute and easy to install. Good to know. So if you're going to create a wallpaper, make sure it's at least that. It's a lot cheaper than the other places I found the exact same exact same print. So people are price sensitive. So make sure that, you know, your price is around the same. Um, so she's telling us about what she did, the bad, 
right? So she's more than willing to share what was bad about the product. She says the print does not match up on any of them. You'll get one tiny portion to match and then within a foot of the print is off by a quarter inch. No matter what I did, staggering the rolls, it never did match up. So, and I took a peek at this picture and I see what she means. And, you know, this would bother me where this leaf here does not match up. So I get what the problem is. Is she the only one saying it? So Mama Maven, I'm assuming Mama is a, is, an, is a woman who has a child. She's a mama, but we'll, we'll confirm that. Let's see. Mindy Hutchins is saying she got this for a filing cub cabinet. The paper is very thin and it rips easily. So if you're going to create something, um, make sure it doesn't rip easily and it's not thin. My daughter. So this tells me she is a mother. She's a she. Um, has already figured out how to put her teeth on it and rip it. So this is telling me that this is someone who has a new-ish child. So the child is pretty young. Okay, so people are complaining about it being thin. It was not easy to install, okay? And it wrinkles and the papers, plastic and felt thin. So people are telling you about all the problems that they have with this, which is part of what we want to do or part of what we need to know in the challenges section. We need to understand what, the, what are the challenges people are facing when they are figuring out um, what kind of solution they need, right? So good, all the good information about the challenges here. Now, Let's take a look at anything else that's informative or tells us a little bit more about who they are. Well, I think you get the, the idea here. You can fill up your um, demographic section a little bit and you can also fill up some of the challenges section with just reading people's reviews, okay? So, but now I think this is where you need to decide how committed you are to finding information about your person. So I Googled Mama Maven and it brought up a public Instagram profile for Mama Maven, okay? And it tells you, you know, she's a, she has a master's RN, so she's a fairly educated woman, um, you know, loves beer, she's a four-time mom, she travels, loves home design, right? So you're getting a little bit more of an understanding of her. Very interesting. I was able to match up the date from her review with the image or the, the image in her timeline. Beautiful wallpaper. It's the exact same wallpaper from Amazon and she's designed it for her daughter. So perhaps if you are targeting your ad, you're going to be looking for parents of daughters because there was also a male in here who, or the name at least indicates they're a male and most likely they were getting this for their daughter. So this is kind of giving you a lot of information on the kinds of people that are purchasing similar products that exist on in, in the market. And you want to be able to piece together an idea of the demographic so that when you create your product, first of all, it addresses some of the gaps that are already being talked about in the market. And second of all, um, you are clear on the sort of language you're using. So when you're creating your ads, you'll say, you know, it's very easy to install. You know, it's thick. It's not going to wrinkle on you. You're going to say all the right things in their words, right? So 
as I said, this takes a little bit of work on your part to make sure that you've laid a strong foundation for the business that you are launching, that you're in your mind, you don't just tell yourself it's for everybody because unfortunately it's not for everybody. Not everyone wants, wants this wallpaper. It's most likely going to be women who have young daughters who perhaps live in a certain part of the country who perhaps have who earn a certain amount because someone who has a master's in nursing is probably in the higher upper middle class, especially if she's coming from a two income household that gives you a sense for who has some of that extra income to spend. So as you can see, the process is quite involved, but if you're interested in laying a strong foundation for your business, it's worth putting in the work upfront so that your efforts aren't wasted. You aren't throwing dollars in a scattershot manner and hoping that somebody out there in the universe will purchase from you. You can move forward with some level of certainty about who it is that you're going to be approaching to purchase from you. I know that for some of you, you may feel a little bit squeamish about going online and digging for information, but I have to say it's probably no different from you scrolling on Facebook and checking in on people you went to high school with and trying to see what's going on in their lives right now. The internet is an open book, so if you're willing to go in and learn from the public information that's out there, it will serve you well. So as I mentioned, there is a worksheet available for you to download so you can work through all the questions and the process that we're laying out. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to dive into our Slack group so that you can interact with everyone who's taking part in this bootcamp. This is week two. We have two more weeks to go, and I'm excited to take you through the process that will help you lay a strong foundation for your business. If you're interested in diving a little bit deeper into our business building program, you can join our side business lab eight-week accelerator. There is information about that in the description box if you're watching on YouTube or in the show notes if you're listening to the audio version of this. All right, so there you have it. I cannot wait to see how this process goes for you with week two of the Side Business Lab Bootcamp. Don't forget to tag us as you're working through this on Instagram. We're at She's Off Script on Instagram, or drop me a DM if you don't want to be so public with what you're doing. We'll see you right back here next week for week three of our Side Business Lab Bootcamp. Bye. Hi, Offscripters. I'm so glad you made it to the end of this episode. If you found this show helpful, please pay it forward by sharing us with your network and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at She's Offscript, or you can catch up on past episodes at She'sOffscript.com. All right, with that, we'll see you right back here next Thursday for another episode. Bye.